Hello, this is Dr. Alina Hernandez. I am a psychologist. Just a little bit of a background for you. I received my PhD from the University of Southern California in counseling psychology. My dissertation was based on parenting practices that helped children become high achievers and primarily the effects, showing the effects of negative parenting. So my passion has been for as long as I can remember parenting. How do parents help or hinder children to become the people they end up becoming. Today is one of, we're going to start our series on parenting practices, if you really love your child. I think most parents really love their children. They just don't know exactly how to guide them in a way that they know that they are being loved. And parenting is not a, an easy thing. It's a very difficult task for most of us any job that we'll end up doing, we have gotten some training in it. But parenting, most people just wing it. And, and that's really what they think they should do. You know, they, they think, well, in time they'll figure it out. Um, but how? You, know, you, you really don't have any guidelines. Most parents end up doing exactly what their parents did with them, or they'll do the total opposite if they really hated how their parents dealt with them. So I think we really need some strict, not strict, but more specific guidelines about how to deal with children. Back in the days of our grandparents, you know, it was very easy. Parents had to dominate their children. They had to kind of shape them into complying and, and uh, obeying, and that was it. So they usually did that by hitting them and um, with whatever was handy, you know, a belt or a ladle or whatever, hurt the child and make them cry. And that's still done today. Um, I think it's the only thing that parents have found to make the child stop what they're doing that is annoying or destructive or whatever. So society and all the research point out that that is not really good for the children in the long run. It ends up with adults being um, depressed, anxious, socially inept, um, and at the worst part, in jail because they take all that anger from being hit into being antisocial and and, and uh, destructive to property and people. So it really doesn't help. So, okay, you're not supposed to do this. So what do you do? I don't think a lot of us know exactly what to do. Well, I have been showing parents for the past 30-some years how to do this. Unfortunately, the majority of the parents that I have dealt with have been referred by social services because their, their children were taken away, because they were physically abusive to them. 
other parents have just been part of my clients in private practice. And they have had children that they're concerned about because they are being um, maybe withdrawn at school or they are showing signs of anxiety or depression and they don't know exactly how to help them. So whether you are the parent of a two-day-old or a 40-year-old and you think, okay, I, I need to figure this out and find out how to be a better parent, welcome. This is the first step, and we are going to be showing you through different scenarios and, and concepts how to be a better parent. So let's start with an example. Jacob is a one-and-a-half-year-old, and his mother has shown him how to put a soiled diaper that she's nicely packed into a bag into a trash can. And the first time that Jacob went and did it, the mother did this. Oh, Jacob, you're such a great helper. And Jacob loved it. So he wanted to put everything in the trash can to get that praise and that applause. And, and because he got the applause and the praise, he, of course, wanted to do that some more. And when he did it, of course, everyone in the family smiled and laughed, and, and it created a positive, loving environment where the child, in this case Jacob, felt loved and accepted and valued and especially part of the family. So in this positive environment, the child doesn't feel any anxiety. He doesn't fear that if he does something wrong, he's going to be scolded and, and hit or you know criticized. So this is the perfect setting for a child's self-esteem to soar. And yes, the sky's the limit for Jacob. Unfortunately, the majority of us were trained and, and still do it to ourselves in looking at the negative. So we perhaps don't get the exact instructions as to how to put something in the trash on how to put the dishes in the sink or whatever, and maybe one breaks. And then we get criticized, scolded, or hit. The message after that happens is that um, we're not good, we're defective somehow, and being that we are not good or defective, then we don't get the acceptance or love that we need from our parents. And so this creates a negative setup. It, it's a, a more depressive situation. And every time we're going to do something in front of our parents, we're more worried about doing the wrong thing that's going to get us criticized or scolded rather than on the task at hand. So this anxiety tends to make us feel that um, you know we're not good and we may not be any better. So instead of growing into a more self-confident person, we tend to feel anxious about 
showing who we are and we start doubting our abilities, of course, that is the beginning of low self-esteem. And if we have low self-esteem, we tend to do everything at a lesser capacity. So how exactly do we do that? That's what we're going to be talking about here. And I really applaud you for tuning in because this is the beginning. And you are going to know specific tools, specific techniques to make your child feel more confident, more accepted, valued, and help him or her grow in her self-esteem, and yours too. I mean, right now, don't you feel better already? Yes, of course you do, because you know you have hope that you're going to be a better parent. So tune in, and we're going to get started. Oh, 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 oh